Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. The former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich. Uh, Newt, so great to have you here on Cats and Cosby. And, you know, I have to, there, there is so much going on. Uh, what do you think, first off, the president's going to say tonight? And do you think maybe it's going to be in timing with a ground invasion from Israel? Well, I, I have no idea. I think the Israelis have been very methodical. They were slowed down by President Biden coming and by the British Prime Minister coming. Uh, but at, at some point, I suspect they will move. They've certainly done a great deal to soften up Hamas with airstrikes and have uh, hit uh, Gaza with vastly more airstrikes than we had used, for example, in Fallujah. So uh, presumably uh, they're prepared. Uh, they've also been very patient in part to try to get civilians out of the way, uh, to try to get them to move into southern Gaza, to not be in the major firefight, which will be in northern Gaza. Uh, in terms of what, I, you know, I thought, I mean, Biden's speeches are pretty good. I think his, the things happening behind the scenes aren't nearly as good, and there's not much action attached to him. But my guess is he's going to say uh, the war, we have to defend Israel, we have to defend Ukraine, I need uh, a huge amount of money, uh, the Congress has to get its act together, I'm going to send them up a proposal, and I'm certainly going to hope they're going to pass it pretty quickly. And But Newt, is he going to finally say... More than don't, you know, I, every I, it, it infuriates me that every time all he says, if anyone who wants to interfere and he's referring, obviously, I would assume to Iran and some others, but he won't call Iran up Iran by name. And all he says is if somebody else wants to step in, don't. That doesn't sound very forceful. Well, I, I put uh, nine questions on X today uh, about the speech tonight. I mean, he should mention uh, he should mention Iran. He should demand that Gutter uh, kick out all of the Hamas leadership that currently have sanctuary and very nice places to live in Gutter. Uh, he ought to say the $100 million is not going to go to the Gaza until the hostages are released. He should say that uh, if, in fact, Hezbollah uh, launches any major offensive, that the purpose of having two nuclear carrier battle groups in the eastern Mediterranean is to annihilate uh, Hezbollah, if that happens, I mean they're not—they're not just sitting there as postage stamps, uh, or are they? I mean, this could be like like Barack Obama's famous red line in Syria, <laughs> which turned out to not exist. Now, either we've sent two major battle groups there with enormous firepower to do something, or we haven't. And uh, there are a lot of things that that Obama that, that Biden could say, uh, but uh, he could also come out and say that he condemns. The pro-terrorist members of Congress, all of them in his own party, who have been saying things that are total lies um, and who are clearly committed to the destruction of Israel. So there are a number of positive, specific things he could say. He could also repeat that the total destruction of Hamas is a legitimate goal. 
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Yeah, you're right. And there there can't be gray. I just hear so much gray, Newt Gingrich, don't you, from this president? Uh, yeah, but look, but if you're the American establishment, you love gray. Uh, you're afraid of the world. You're afraid to use our power. You feel guilt-ridden because, after all, you know, I mean, look at Biden. He's a white male. Imagine the burden of guilt he must carry if you're a left-winger. Uh, who, you know, and so you have all of these people out here who, you know, I mean, the Secretary of State, who's an absurdity, um, and who is being paid a million dollars a year by the University of Pennsylvania, probably with Chinese money, uh, before he became Secretary of State. Uh, I mean, all of these people go, go around wringing their hands. There are times in life when you have to win, and you have to win at any cost. Uh, that's how we won the Civil War. That's how we won World War II. Uh, we have flinched ever since. Uh, when you flinch in war, you lose. Uh, and the, the Israelis now have had such a terrible event with such terrible atrocities. You know, I don't want to hear anybody. This is why I'm so angry at the pro-terrorist members of Congress. I mean, how can you do, look at 40 babies being killed, some of them being beheaded, and not be enraged? Uh, and, and I don't want to see a penny go to Gaza until the, all the hostages, not just Americans, all the hostages are released. Uh, this is this is nonsense to think that we're somehow we're going to make it easy for the people of Gaza while Hamas is is engaged in terrible terrorism. Ed Cox, I agree completely, and particularly take a look at Biden and the Ukraine. He doled it out piece by piece by piece. Still, they don't have the Abrams tanks. They don't have the F-16s. If he had given everything they wanted right at the start, Russia would be defeated. Putin would be out, the Russia would be coming to the West, and we would be better well, off with respect to the China. The biggest problem is we, we're using American money. You know how we're using American money? Because Iran is producing 3,400,000 barrels a day now, and they're only under allowed 400,000 barrels. So how do they go from 400 to 3,400,000? That's $2 billion a week. He loosened the sanctions. He loosened loosened Biden loosened the sanctions. And Russia got all the money for the Ukraine war and the Wagner group from American dollars because we allowed the oil to go up to $90, $100. And, John, we're cutting off our supply here. I mean, let's not talk about how much it's a debt sentence here. The American people are paying the uh, money. The American people are getting poorer. And the, the money goes to Russia for their war, and it goes to Iran for their war. Newt? Well, look, I, I, you're outlining exactly the insanity we're in the middle of. Yeah. Uh, you, you, have a, you have a president and an administration that was desperate to prop up Iran, that refuses to confront the degree of terrorism that the Iranians finance, and that has been, I think, a nightmare for the world. Uh, and and uh, we'll see what what Biden says tonight. But I, I I'll be very surprised uh, if he has the courage to say the things that I just outlined. Partly because they don't believe it. 
they don't want a strong America. They they don't they believe America's dangerous. And then we underestimate I'm I'm writing a whole series now for the American Spectator on the origins of the crisis we're now in. And you go you can all go all the way back to World War Two and the Soviet agents who had penetrated the American government and come up through the rise of the weathermen and the new left and what have you. And what you find is that there's a track of left wingism to Hillary Clinton, to Barack Obama, to Joe Biden, and an even more radical track to the people around them. And these people actually believe in a world in which Israel ceases to exist. They believe in a world in which America is submerged because it is a guilt-ridden country uh, colonized by Europeans, uh, etc. I mean, you, you have to read their material and understand how, how far out they are compared to the rest of us. Note, before we uh, break, uh, any predictions what the heck is going on in Congress? No, I was surprised. As you know, I, I, I thought that uh, putting McHenry in until January to let things calm down was the right thing. He ran into a substantial amount of opposition in the, in the House conference. Uh, I hope that uh, we are going to have this get, get solved uh, that Jim Jordan can win. I'm not sure he can win. And at that point, I think they have a real problem. And I'll tell you, uh, I think that the eight traitors who did this, uh, ab- starting with Gates, absolutely owned this. They, they, they sided against 96% of their own conference with the Democrats. They had no idea what part two was. And there's a 50-50 chance they're going to end up with a handful of exhausted Republicans siding with the Democrats and creating a coalition government that will be a total disaster. And well, the burden of this ought to go right back on those eight people for being so totally irresponsible. No, I'm still supporting Kevin uh, because I really think he can make a comeback, and I think he can get some uh, uh, a couple of votes if he needs it. Well, I think he's the one person who could do this, and the question is when do they wake up and realize that? And frankly, if you're going to have any hope of keeping the majority next year, he's the one person who can campaign and raise the money and make it happen. Newt Gingrich, thank you so much. Uh, and uh, keep praying for America. And me and you are going to go after those eight guys. Good. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you.